You are now entering film I see, mate. You're fond of me, lobster. Molly, you in danger, girl. Your ass looks like about 150 pounds of cute bubblegum pile, you know that? Say it, sir! I'm leaving you, people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Now answer my question. Were you rushing or were you dragging? What's going on, everybody? Answer! Welcome back to Film Code. My name is Phoenix Cloud, and thank you guys so much for joining us once again. It. I mean, and it is me, myself, and I am joined <laughs> by the great Zach Sneef. Zach, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, great man. Uh, a good week, and uh, just excited to talk about the first movie, really. You said the first movie of 2023? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically, this is still a 2022 release. I thought least it was that's that's a yeah i mean it it is it, it's weird anyway like like <laughs> yeah yeah technically yes the first 2023 release uh at, at least i would say the first major release of 2023 uh we are talking about megan <laughs> so megan is uh is a story about uh a woman and a little girl, her her parents die in a car accident, and so her aunt is left in charge of her. However, her aunt is no good with children and has no idea how to talk to her niece. Um, but she's a robotics uh, engineer, and she makes a doll, an AI doll called Megan. And Megan becomes this little girl's companion. But of course, she isn't equipped with any parental controls, <laughs> and she's well advanced. So naturally, you can only assume what comes next, which is Megan decides she's going to be in charge. <laughs> and hilarity ensues, one should say. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you can you can say hilarity for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, so I was I was really anticipating this movie because I I I'd seen the trailer. I thought the look of Megan was uh delightfully creepy. <laughs> and then you had one of the most viral moments ever which is of Megan dancing right before she murders somebody. And it's the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life. So I was like, okay, uh, very excited to check this out. It also stars Allison Williams, whom I adore. Uh, some may recognize her from Get Out fame. Uh, <laughs> she this time she 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 gets to play a victim. So like, there's that range <laughs> that we're hoping for, so we don't get another evil psychotic white girl but she's uh <laughs> she's great here playing this role and uh also violet mcgraw who's the young young girl uh in this movie who's excellent she's a very talented actress so uh, i just want to say real quick um you know i didn't realize until after i saw it that it was played that megan was played by two people yeah 
I thought that was super impressive. I thought that was really, really, uh, like I, I wasn't expecting that. I, I you know, yeah, I thought um, it would Amy be. Donald. Yeah, Amy Donald's Amy Donald. I think was her physical form or, or the voice, one of the which I can't remember. But like, yeah, they had Davis was the uh, voice. Yeah, so yeah, it was a uh, you had one person doing the body movements, the other person doing the voice. They also had an uh, animatronic doll uh as well so like the way that they created megan was really kind of cool and like so cool that i'm like let's do it again like (laughs) right uh because i i dug it but yeah zach what about you what what were your first impressions going into megan so so, oh (laughs) go ahead go for it go for it uh yeah so my first thoughts on megan um I was really excited going in, and although this isn't going to win any awards or anything this year, I do think it is the start of a franchise that I'm super excited about. Like, I could see this being, like, you know, the next Child's Play or, (laughs) you know, series of horror movies uh, that I think people really just want to go see to enjoy, so. I think, I, I, I absolutely hope so. I mean, like, the killer doll concept uh obviously it was popularized with chucky um and then we've had the annabelle series but like i just don't think that well has run dry yet (laughs) like like i don't think it's run dry yet and and megan just the look of megan is so cool and so original and and i just think the things that they do here is is so funny of course there's always the fear of the law of d- diminishing returns, right? Like everything here was very fresh, very original, very unique. There's a good chance in the next one they're gonna fall off and not not exactly go the the way they should, and that that is my only concern. But like, just for like a one off, if it only happens to be a one off, this was fantastic. Yeah, I agree. And I want to say, like, the marketing for this movie was great. Oh, yeah. I saw it everywhere uh, leading Mm -hmm. up to the movie. And in New York City, I know that they did, like, a... uh, I don't know if you saw this, Phoenix, but they had, like, a bunch of people dress up as Megan in New York City and do, like, her (laughs) dance, like the robotic (laughs) dance. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. I thought that was super cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, like... That's the great thing, because I think this is a Blumhouse uh, production. Like, um, these guys are geniuses, you know what I'm saying? They make these movies, these very original horror movies, for, like, less than $20 million. And then they spend what what else they would have spent on the production on just a unique marketing campaign. And it ends up netting them, like... 10 times their budget you know what i'm saying it's like this is the model that everyone should be following like you know what i'm saying i'm like you have a unique concept original concept you spent you know a decent amount of money on it you didn't have to go like like you didn't have to go 150 million 200 million in your production and you got a solid film out of it and you got money left over to have an exciting, interesting, compelling marketing campaign. And it works like smile smile was made for 
I think like $18 million, something like that. And they ended up making 220 some million dollars globally. And I'm like, that's off a sheer marketing campaign, a brilliant marketing campaign. The same is going to be the, the, the case for, for Megan. I think it's already at like 60 million right now. So it's like, what? Like, like, and I'll be honest, I really want to go see it again because it was it was just fun. It was a really fun experience, a really fun movie. There's some there's some moments I can't wait to talk about because they're just so hilarious. But like, yeah, like it's a brilliant concept. And this is not even like the first or second time they've done it. They the invisible man was Blumhouse. Like, I think they spent like like 30, 20, 30 something on that. And it ended up making like 300 million worldwide. It's like, it's crazy. So like, I don't know, man. I think people should really follow the Blumhouse model because it seems to be the most brilliant way of making money. <laughs> like, I do, uh, I do have to add, like, when I hear people who don't go to every movie start talking about movies, I'm like, oh, yeah, this has some good marketing if they've been yeah. hearing about it. Yeah, like, that's... because it's so hard now. Like, if I went to my friends and said the word Babylon, like I've been, I've done that. If I've talked <laughs> yeah. about Babylon, they have no idea what I'm talking about, right. which is horrible because it's a, it's a phenomenal movie. But if I say Megan, they know instantly what I'm talking about, which is just crazy. I literally, yeah, it's just so well done for these. I literally just had that experience yesterday. I was like. The guy was like, yeah, I like movies. I was like, oh, sweet. It was like, did you see Babylon? And he's like, what the heck is that? <laughs> like, yeah. it was like, I was like, oh, well, I was like, well, have you heard about Megan? He's like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see that. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I'm like, but I mean, like, especially this year, um, a bunch of the awards player kind of movies have all done really poorly in theaters. I think I think maybe the whale made the most money out of anything, which is kind of crazy. But yeah, um yeah, a lot of them aren't aren't doing well. And but Megan, you know, it's just it was just a simple, brilliant marketing campaign. And that's really it. That's all you really need is like, you know. A, just a decent marketing came. I don't know how you would have marketed Babylon to the masses, but like, you know, something, like, <laughs> something would have helped. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. But uh, we still love Babylon. I love Babylon to to pieces. Loved Fablemans. Loved Tar. So you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, different different strokes for different folks, I guess. <laughs> So let's go ahead and break the seal and talk spoilers for Megan. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Uh, Zach, kick us off. Your spoiler thoughts on Megan. So, um, I wasn't. I would say I had a little bit higher expectations as far as quality, the way they made it sound. Mm -hmm. But as far as the time I had it, like I had a lot of fun. So like it was, it was definitely a fun movie. It's a movie. I think that 
you can go and see with your friends and like have a good time. But I think it, that's where it about stops. You know, mm-hmm. this isn't winning awards. This isn't anything, you know, crazy good. Like, like to the point where it should be in talks for anything, but I had a lot of fun. Um, I think that the creepiness of Megan uh, throughout the movie is just like a fun concept. And I enjoyed myself and I really also liked uh, a lot of the scenes in there and some of the things she just, I'm trying to remember what she said, but there were some things in there she just said that were hilarious. Like, <laughs> like she would just snap at any given moment and you oh. had no idea where, where it was coming from. Yeah. She, man, they gave, they gave her such, so many good moments. Like, I, I will I will point out the moment where I like literally bust out laughing in the theater was when um they're doing the demonstration for the bosses for the oh hierarchs. yeah yeah <laughs> and Megan just randomly bursts into song <laughs> bro I was dying laughing I was like what is happening right now <laughs> oh my god yeah she always I, said it's better when you make a musical exactly. That's all I'm saying. I was like, I was like, this movie's automatic five stars. Like, <laughs> I, was like I was like, the second she burst in the song, I was like, that's the most hilarious thing I think I've ever seen. I'm I like, <laughs> also loved how when she goes to live with the aunt, she's like, our the daughter, or um, Katie. Sorry, not mm-hmm. the daughter, but like the niece. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, Katie. She goes to live with her aunt and. <laughs> She she's like, so uh do you have any toys? And she like picks up like the thing on her uh her shelves and she's like, Oh no, that's a collectible. That's not right. a toy. And then the therapist comes in right. and she's like, Well, Aunt Gemma said those are collectibles, not toys. And she like breaks them out the box. No, you can play with them. Right, it's fine. Right. And she's like, Well, that's not how you play with it though. <laughs> Oh man, like I love that scene too because it's like that's a perfect encapsulation of someone who really does not know what they're doing. <laughs> like in terms of taking care of a kid, it's just like it's like yeah, yeah, no, that's not what this is. Okay, you know what? Okay, fine. Like it's like so he has no idea what she's doing. And I, like again, I think that's the 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 good thing about this movie is yeah, it could very well be dumb. You know what I'm saying? It could fall into like dumb territory, but it's also very well written. Like, 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 yes, it's not, it's not an awards caliber, like, you know, type of writing or anything like that. But I think for a horror movie, because horror movies are really hard to write because you think it's just, hey, get some scares in there. Hey, get some, get some kills in there. And it, and it's all good. It's like, no, you have to have characters that we are interested in and care about and have a story uh, like attached to this theme. And then, and you know, you build on those. And I thought that that scene was a brilliant exploration of someone who's like a fish out of water dealing with uh, a new situation in their life. And I was like, that's an excellent way to show that and to show how unprepared she is for this job and, and why we need to get the humanoid robot in here. <laughs> yeah, I also like the neighbor. 
I thought her part mm. was great. She the was dog that kept coming over on the lawn. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. I, I uh, love that. <laughs> and what happens to the dog with Megan. The, the fact, like, the dog just snaps on them. She's, like, pulling Megan through the fence. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and then next thing you know, the dog's dog's buried in the ground. So yeah, I'll, like <laughs> I know this is wrong to say, <laughs> but I kind of wish we got to see how the dog died. You know what I'm saying? Like I also, <laughs> it's but the thing is, I know they can't do that because right, be right. It'd be way too brutal. It would. I, I want the unrated version to come out oh. of Megan. Man, <laughs> like I just want it to be so graphic when the unrated version comes out. Like I want to see this tiny little doll just like snapping things next. Oh my god! Yeah, like that's the only thing. Like I'm like I'm pretty sure that would have, like, if you were on Megan's side at any moment, that would have turned you off. Like, no, she killed the dog. Like, screw her. Like, so that's probably why they cut it out. But I'm like, at the same time, I'm like. Yeah, she killed the dog, but yeah, you know, like you know, Megan, Megan's, you know, it's Megan. Like, like because you didn't see it, it makes it it makes it a little easier to take. But yeah, I kind of wish that we had seen that. But that's just me being evil. Anyway, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, uh, I guess that would be my one complaint about this movie is the fact that it was PG thirteen. Like, I, yeah, yeah, it's a PG thirteen movie. Oh wow, we have really lowered the standard for PG thirteen. Yeah. Wow. I thought that for was, sure uh, rated R. Yeah, I I really wish they'd gone for rated R. Wow. I mean, I know that you know they want to make a horror movie where everyone can see it, but right. a rated R version for the adults would be nice. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Okay. Wow. All right. I did not yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like so much of it felt rated R, but like no, it's it's PG 30 Like, wow. We but you know, it. but you know what? It does make now now that I think about it, right? They mm-hmm. said that uh the producer Jason uh Blum. Jason Jason Blum, yeah. Is that Jason Bloom? Sorry. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I said Jason Blum. Anyways, um <laughs> He he did say like he wanted to have teenagers to go see the movie ultimately. So um you know, thinking about it now though, it kind of makes sense, right? If you want to make as much money as you can, well, how do you do that? You lower the rating for people to yeah. see it. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, which is really a smart move on their part. Yeah, I I get it. Yeah, absolutely. It is a because they movie. can always release a rated R version later if that's what they really want to do. You know, right, right. And which I think they will because it's just <laughs> it's I think so good. Yeah, yeah. It's so good and it's so entertaining of a film. Like, and that to me was the was the uh thing that I appreciated most about this film is like. Like, yeah, it's a little ridiculous. Yeah, it's a little goofy in concept. But it's so campy and so fun. And they, they just hit that tone so damn well. Like, like in terms of, like, 
it doesn't matter what bar you're aiming for, right? It doesn't matter if you're aiming for high art or you're aiming for entertaining and fun. If you hit that bar, you've knocked it out of the park. And that's that's all you really have to do, right? And I think they they completely knocked it out of the park. I mean, this is one of those films where I'm like, I may not vote for it, you know, to win anything in 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 you know any awards, but it's also a movie I'm going to rewatch probably more than any other movie that I see. But like just because of how much fun it is, and like and is it's a easy conversation starter. It's a great little film that you can introduce to people maybe who who missed the marketing campaign for it. I think it's just it's a ton of fun. And from what I've heard, like uh the theater crowds have been just having a ball with it. <laughs> like like having an absolute ball with it, which I can totally see why. Yeah, no. I mean, why wouldn't you, right? I mean, this is I think one of the best movies that has been hyped up to come out. Yes. You know, I think people were hyped up to see this. Yeah. You know, like, and that that's always good when it lives up to the hype, at least. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only thing I wish it would have changed as far as marketing goes is I wish the trailer showed a little less. Yeah. Yeah. I wish it showed a little less. Well, I would say I wish it showed a little less of the dance, but the dance is part of the reason why it's doing so well. So I guess I wish there was more of it. <laughs> like I kind of wish there was more of the dancing in this movie because that would have been hilarious if we got like at least one or two more. Like, like oh yeah, uh, uh, you know I'm a vibe and then, then I'm gonna mess you up. Kind of kind of things that that would have been hilarious. I also love when Megan uh, killed the bully. I forget the kid's name. <laughs> I was dying laughing, and then Katie's like. Is he in heaven? And then she's like, people like him don't go to heaven. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, Megan was cold. Like she was cold blooded. Like, like Oh, it was so funny. It was so like and like what's interesting about that scene too is I'm like, like this kid, he was he was he was not a good kid, right? He was kind of a snob, kind of a jerk, you know what I'm saying? A very aggressive, violent kid. And I don't think he knew why, right? You know what I'm saying? There was obviously some trauma there and he was lashing out at, at other people. And, you know, you sit up there, you go, oh, like, obviously it's wrong to kill kids. But at the same time, you're like, this kid is is, is trash. Um, <laughs> and then the way that Megan does it, like, I love the running through the woods. <laughs> The way that she like charged at him like a like a wolf or something like such like just great characterization for her and it it made it work and then like the way she ripped off his ear <laughs> like I was like oh god yeah I was, yeah I think that was probably the most graphic thing they did yeah I one was of, like wow yeah one of the most I was actually things. surprised they showed that yeah you know. I wanted more of that. <laughs> I like I wanted more of those like just gruesome scenes from her. She she gets pretty gruesome. Like, like yeah. I will say, like no, but I, I mean like I wish they didn't like cut, you know, when she's right. like in the middle of stabbing someone. I wish like mm-hmm. 
Like instead of seeing a blood splatter, I want to see what happens. You know. Mm. Oh, <laughs> he really wanted to. Yeah, yeah you were like, you're like, scoot is PG thirteen. Like, let's the rated go. R version. Yeah, the rated R version of this would be very interesting. Uh, but yeah, I dug it. Uh, oh, I loved like her killings were so unique too. Like mm. the way that uh, she killed the neighbor with her own chemical spray. That was brutal. <laughs> That was awful. <laughs> Why are we laughing? I'm sorry. That's terrible. <laughs> it's That's so terrible. bad. It's so right. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Like yeah. No. This was. These were some awful kills. Like you got. You got tearing off a kid's ear, running him into the road, and he got smashed. Like, like he got smashed. It was so awful to see. <laughs> I, I wish I could the, stop laughing. I love that they made the mom like this super positive. Right. Like, my little angel, you know, and like he's just like the worst kid ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it, oh, or when, what did, what did she say to him? When he's like "f you," like I think I think she asked him like like if he had a jacket or something, yeah, like, yeah. yeah something it, simple. She just blows it off like it's nothing. <laughs> I like I will say though, uh, the only thing that was making me mad in this movie was uh, Katie's like really unhealthy attachment to Megan. Like, like yeah, it was really unhealthy. Like the fact that she didn't want to go to the camp without her. And just really like clung to to this thing. I was like, "Yo, yo, like, like we got to get some separation anxiety going here." But it, it it reminded me, like, um, you know, the the movie is really about our attachment to our 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 screens, right? You know, our phones and our uh, televisions, whatever they are, right? It's about our attachment to screens and how we're like so focused on that that we don't really pay any attention to anything else so like while it was pissing me off i was like i fully get it like right because like you know i have a daughter and like anytime anytime i'm with her she's like daddy let me see your phone and i'm like I'm like look kid you're gonna have to cut back <laughs> like like i'm like because all you you know what i'm saying i see it i see you just staring into the abyss into this phone but you're not you're not engaged with anybody else around you and i'm like that's unhealthy. Like it's unhealthy. And you see it and you go like, okay, yeah, that's enough. Like you gotta you gotta participate in what's going on around you because it's just... I think it's also like, you know, and there's so many underlying things there too, like just technology in general, how we rely so much on to fix oh, things. Yeah. And sometimes uh, you know, our reliance on it actually just makes it worse mm -hmm. because it, what it does socially to us, right? Absolutely. Is we're being social without being social, you know. And then when we get in a room with people, and I've seen this happen with especially younger people too, uh, or people mm -hmm. my age, even where you know they'll be perfectly cool over text, but like the moment like you get them in a room with you, they don't know how to communicate, they don't know how to talk, which is just sad, yeah. you know. And I think Megan is a perfect example of you know what happens when we do rely way too much on the technology 
we mistake these technological interactions for human interactions and think that's normal, right? And mm-hmm. it's not. We're not actually being social the way that, you know, we're meant to be. Oh, 100%. 100%. And and that, I think, was shown in both in both Katie and, uh, uh, God, I forgot her name, her character's name, but uh, both Katie and uh, Allison Williams's character is like, you know, she was using Megan, <clears throat> Gemma, sorry, Gemma. She was using Megan as sort of a, uh, I guess you could call it like a replacement parent. Uh, and, you know, just so she could focus on it. And I think even a character later says like, it's like, you know, if if Megan's doing all of that, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like you know, you got to set some boundaries where it's like, yeah, this 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 is a toy. It's supposed to be a toy. It's supposed to be like this little handy thing that you use to, you know, assist, but it shouldn't be replacing you. And I think that's how we view technology so much is like there's so much of it. There's so much use, so many uses for it that we use that instead of, you know, the, the way we would normally communicate before we had this much technology and i would say you know i really like the use of the therapist in here and how she because the therapist actually gives a lot of insight into you know the issues with it right Mm -hmm. like she's like you know she's just a distraction she's not a solution Mm -hmm. like it's just a distraction from the trauma not action actual solution right and i think the whole message with megan's great too like just you know what what they're trying to show yeah and um, that's I really something hope they make more like this because this is yeah. kind of like black mirror-esque mm-hmm. you know in that way and i think that it would be cool to like maybe next time they do like a gen 2 megan someone tries to like recreate it or something i don't know right that's the only be- thing that <clears throat> i know will get lost in, in the in the sequels is like the reason why this one was so unique is because it was focused on that theme, that theme of of technology and overuse of technology. <clears throat> I feel like that's something you can only go to once, and like the the next sequels will just focus more on Megan as a murderer, Megan as a dancer. <laughs> like it'll lean way more into the campy, the fun, and those will be fun. Those will be interesting, but they won't have a a theme or a concept as strong as the as this one like even if you look at the old the uh original child's play movies right like there's there's a a theme there too of like because i think uh this came like the original child's play came out around the time when you know dolls and toys were you know all the rage and so that concept of like you know being attached to a thing instead of you know your family or even the person who gave you the toy like that was like a running thing through like the first i think two movies and then it just became chucky itself chucky was so much a more of a personality that he overtook the theme of the movies and it just became more about seeing him and seeing the murders that he would commit so that's the only thing i, I fear with megan is like if we do if they do do more it's going to devolve from its original theme and that while that would suck, I still would kind of want to see it <laughs> just because of like, 
I'm like, Megan's that cool, bro. Like, I don't care. Like, like, give me more, no matter how you do it. Yeah, no, I also agree. But or they could do a sequel with, you know, how like the I forget what they call it in the movie, but the Alexa that's running everything in the yeah. house. Yeah. Like if they did a sequel with like them taking over after Megan's gone. Right. Like maybe they create it like in her house, like a doll, like recreate Megan. Mm. That would be interesting. Like what if Megan like passed on her or her uh, consciousness consciousness, yeah, too. Is still to in another. there. And then she takes over everything's like, I remember what you did to me. Right. <laughs> I think that'd be a cool sequel. That'd be an interesting one. That would definitely now I, I do want to say, Phoenix, I agree with you. I think the one thing that I didn't I also hate about this movie, although I know it, it was needed, was how attached she was. And I really think that there are certain points where I'm watching this, I'm like, oh my gosh, like if this is my child, like I would smack them upside the head. Like, I think we are too. <laughs> My mom, like, I, I love my mom, right? Right. But right. when I needed a good old-fashioned ass whooping, she gave it to me. Right. And I'm better for it. And I exactly. think that we're missing that in kids' movies. I know it's not, you know, generally accepted, but I think sometimes kids need a good old-fashioned ass whooping. Sometimes. like, I mean, oh, uh... the way they behave, like, it's just like, you know, especially with her headbutting her. At one point, I was like, "Oh no!" Uh, if I ever did that, I, I, you know, if I ever did that to my mom, like that, 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 that wasn't gonna fly like that. Yeah, that wasn't was like, like, "Oh, you're just lashing out." <laughs> <laughs> that was not the conversation my mother would have with me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just think you can go in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you can lash out in this corner. I'm <laughs> oh be lucky God. if all my toys weren't destroyed. Like, right, right. Yeah, my mom, my mom wasn't gonna play that. <laughs> and like, I get it, right? Like, like we don't. I don't think they actually explain the timeline of things of of how long it's been between. Uh, her her parents dying and and the events of Megan, so I'm like, you know, if it's only been like I don't know two months or something like that, two three months, then I'd be like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I I kind of understand. Like in the scene where she eventually snaps and she's like, look, you you went through the worst thing anyone could ever go through, and you have to deal with it, right? So like, I got it. Like, even though the parent in me was like, was like, when she smacked her, the parent in me was like, no, no, look, like, I was like, ooh, that was my, that was my natural instinct. But like, I had to remember, I was like, yeah, she's, she's dealing with a trauma. You know, you kind of have to step back and be like, I get it. You you know, I don't think even if I was dealing with a trauma, my parents are not going to be like, oh, you're going through it. That's not it's like how they going, would respond. It's like, to that. it's like we'll get to that, but you just laid your hands on me, so it's over for you. But like, like, like after I'm done whooping your ass, we can have a conversation. Like, oh yeah, my mom was super cool after, you know. Right. <laughs> like give it, give it 20, 30 minutes. It's the coolest mom you've ever met. It's not even the same mom who walked in the room 20, 30 minutes ago. 
feel you. <laughs> like, uh, 100%. Like, it's, like, totally cool now. Like, you know, I'd have calmed down. I'd have had a drink. I'm good. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, it was like but I lost it there a second ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry, but you had that coming. <laughs> well, for uh, me, it was always it was always the ass whooping. And then it was uh, 20, 30 minutes by myself. And then the back porch conversation while she smoked her cigarettes. <laughs> like, now. Why it's not okay to do that. You understand why it's not okay, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, man, we going through some childhood trauma ourselves, right? <laughs> we working through yeah, it. We using, I mean, we using guys, movies. If, if anyone else would like to report you know, some things they went through growing up, please feel free to talk to me. Uh, my line is open at any time. Oh. Oh. <laughs> we can crack open a couple beers, right, share our right. traumas. Share it's our all traumas. good. <laughs> Relate them to <laughs> movies that we love. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although there's some movies that if that's the trauma you relate to, I'd really question it be like oh so you you had a doll that murdered everybody you knew that's crazy yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, i was only talking about the parenting part right. of that, but, uh, i mean i'm i'm here to listen you know I mean, right she ain't here is she like, like yeah, yeah. It's, it's like uh did you like did she uh you sure her consciousness didn't transfer or anything yeah <laughs> like questioning my alexa interrogating it right right <laughs> See, uh, but that's what I mean. Like, I I think this movie is so fun, and like, you can have so many like unique conversations about it. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of laughs to be had, you know what I'm saying? And like, it's a good time, right? It's a really good time, and that to me, I think is the the best kind of movie. I always say, like, you know, to me. The, the 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 better movies are the ones that I could see myself no matter what time or day or period if I'm like oh, I need a good movie to laugh at or you know to watch or something this is one of those I'm gonna pop on just because I had so much fun with it yeah no oh, I agree I think this is yeah it's like a fun movie you can watch you know with your family exactly e- exactly and it's not too gory where you know you no. can't watch it with anyone. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So I I loved it. All right. So let's go ahead and give our final ratings. Zach, what are you giving Megan? Uh so I am going to go with three and a half stars. Um, like I said, I had a lot of fun. I don't think that it's anything like great as far as uh winning awards goes or acting but it's a lot of fun it's it's a fun movie to watch with your family it's really good and i think that's where i'm at with it uh i'm a little bit right there with you i'm gonna go a little higher though i'm gonna go four stars um yeah i just a fun movie that i want to rewatch constantly to me like four stars is, is exactly what that that kind of movie is so uh yeah, I had way too much fun with it. I can't wait to go back and see it again. Uh, it was it was just, it was great. It was really great. And like I said, the writing was really strong for it, um, for what it was. It hit it out of the park. I know 
I know they're not going to be able to reach those levels if they if they continue with this, but I still want them to continue with it. That's how much I enjoyed this. So four stars for me. Megan Megan was great. I I can't recommend it uh, enough. So four stars for me, three and a half from Zach. What did you guys think of Megan? Let us know on Twitter and Instagram at FilmCoPod. We are going to move on now to what's good. What's good, what's good, what's good. Zach, what have you seen, sir? What would you recommend? What has been good for you? Well, I haven't seen a lot. Um, but between the things I have seen, the few I have seen, uh, the one movie I would recommend out of all of them, it's not my favorite movie, but I think it's a decent movie to go see, uh, which is plain. If you're bored and you want to go see it, it is, you know, it's enjoyable. It's good to watch. Um, nothing, you know, crazy. I gave it three and a half stars. Uh, personally, I think, you know, it's in theaters now. If you want to check it out, go check it out. If not, that's cool too, but uh, between the other ones I've seen, I would recommend this one out of those. So um, that would be my what's good for this week. It's not a bad movie. It's a good movie. And yeah, check it out if you're interested. I'm sorry, what movie was it? Plane. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Plane. Okay. Yeah, I also saw Plane. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. <laughs> uh I would recommend a movie I saw a couple of weeks ago or a couple of days ago. Um, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, you probably aren't going to hear about this movie much after this this year, but I thought it was absolutely fantastic. It's worth seeing. Uh, it's got an incredible cast, an incredible cast. Um, so I recommend, uh, women talking, uh, with, uh, directed by Sarah Polly. It's, uh, it's got Jesse Buckley, Rooney Mara, Claire Foy, an incredible cast. Like I said, incredible cast and just a story of these women in a Mennonite community who've been targeted and abused by the men in their community. And they finally decide that they have to leave. And it's just an impactful story of all of these different women's, uh, journey to coming to that decision, coming to grips with their their faith, and and they each have a, a a different perspective on it. So I thought it was brilliantly told, brilliantly realized. One of my favorite movies of the year. Uh, so highly recommend checking out Women Talking. So that's uh, Women Talking from me and Plain from Zach. Both great movies, both very different movies. <laughs> but uh, let us know what you guys think of those. And uh, I believe we're going to get up out of here. <laughs> yep, that's it. Yeah. All right, Zach, let everybody know where they can find you, sir. You guys can find me on Twitter at Zach Sneath. That is Z-A-C-H-S-N-E-A-T-H. And you guys can find me on Letterboxd at Z Sneaks. All right. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Reviews one That's the number one. And on Letterbox under PA Cloudin. And as always, guys, please follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at FilmCoPod. And we will see you guys next week. We are out of here. Peace. <laughs>